Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is The Inflation Reset. In yesterday's discussion of The Great Reset, I looked at six economic categories that were impacted by the pandemic and reopening. Today, I want to focus on just one of them, inflation. In my adult lifetime, inflation has been mostly accumulating slowly. The 2000s were certainly a notable exception. But like pressure building up along tectonic plates, there are occasionally big resets. Look at the eras after World War II, in the middle of the 1990s boom, after the great financial crisis, and now during the post-pandemic reopening. We are seeing substantial resetting of prices, amongst many other things. Now, people immediately point to this and start screaming inflation. I find it helpful to consider the differences between price volatility and inflation. And what do I mean by that? Well, prices that fall and then recover and then go sideways and then fall and recover, especially volatile commodities, that's very different than prices that steadily rise and compound over long stretches of time. Perfect example, lots of the hot inflation calls I'm seeing currently Well, first, they're accompanied by very aggressive chart crimes, but I'm seeing them in a lot of commodities that have been fluctuating. And and perhaps the biggest chart crime is to measure year-over-year prices when you want to show a misleading inflation chart. Going to the depth of the COVID collapse and taking it to the peak of the reopening, that's the very worst sort of chart crime. It's misleading on purpose. It's, It's very intellectually dishonest. What I've been seeing a lot of lately is gasoline prices. And here's the inflationista's mantra. Year over year, gas prices have skyrocketed 52%. And that's a classic example of bad data and a chart crime, which ignores context. So let me fill in the blanks with some context. From June 14th, 2018 to April 27th, 2020, The price of gasoline fell 39.31%, almost 40%. This 52% rise from last year lows, guess what? All that does is bring you back to the 2018 price level. It's inflation unless you looked at gas prices before 2018, in which case gasoline has actually trended lower for most of the past decade and a half. This is what I mean by lack of context or denominator blindness. It's more reflective of volatility and mean reversion that is related to the post-pandemic reopening than it is to true inflation. Ask yourself this simple question, especially if you own an internal combustion engine vehicle. What has been the rate of price increases over the past decade or two? Is this volatility or are these increases a compound? How does gasoline look compared to, I don't know, real estate? If you want to look at long-term price comparisons. Rather than cherry pick any one favorable data point, let's look at a variety of common periods and look at gasoline prices for some context. For the month, gasoline is up 4.5%. For the quarter, for the past three months, it's up 11%. Year to date, gas is up 34%. One year, 
53.18%. But three years, up 2.75%? That's kind of crazy. How can it be up 53% in a year and less than 3% in three years? Well, your answer is you have that collapse and that recovery. And essentially, over the past three years, gasoline has gone sideways. And you'll see the same thing in some of the longer term numbers. Over five years, gasoline is up 23%. But over 10 years, it's down 21%. Let me repeat that. Over the past decade, the price of the gasoline you put in your tank is down 21%. That's a full decade. Again, this is a volatile price series. Gasoline swings around a lot of different things. A better number than that decade might be 20 years. 20 years, gasoline is up 79.5%. So going back to 2001, right? Remember, we had some pretty substantial inflation, as I like to point out, during the 2000s when rates first fell to zero and everything priced in dollars and credit went crazy. So I'm not surprised by that number. It's the 10-year number that's a little surprising, down 21%. You can easily cherry pick whatever time period you want. If I go to the highs in 2008, that's 13 years ago, gasoline fell 27%. And if you really want to see a collapse, go from the 08 highs to the 2020 lows. Gasoline fell almost 58%. It dropped 57.8%. That's really kind of crazy. Why is this context so important? Because without the denominator without a broader understanding of what's going on, it's really misleading. Does the one-year gain up 53% tell us that inflation is here? Or is it essentially flat over three years, which tells us inflation is not existent? The truth is much more nuanced. We're in the midst of an inflationary spasm within the context of a longer-term deflationary environment. Obviously, you include a collapse in recovery in a shorter time frame of a year, And it could be a little misleading without that context. Look, I've been pretty consistent about this, but I'll repeat my position. We are experiencing a sharp rise in inflation, compounded by spot shortages of all sorts of things, commodities, finished products. We have issues in our supply chain logistics. We have labor shortages. And then on top of that, throw in all of the pent-up demand caused by the newly vaccinated as we reopen And guess what? Of course you get a spasm of inflation, and the buildup of forces causes a broad price reset. But give it a year or so, and I expect things more or less revert back to the prior state of affairs as traditional markets find a way to fill demand. Eventually, the cure for higher prices is high prices, and the marketplace will create more supply to meet that demand. So what's our state of affairs? It's deflation with occasional spasms of inflation like we're seeing right now. For more from me, check out The Big Picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Sorry.